You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The first issue we then need to clarify, uh, there's two sets of issues there at uh, Riavai. One, the employees who are directly employed by the city of Johannesburg who become cashiers, cleaners and security guards who are based in stations. So those employees are not going to be affected by anything that's going to happen uh, through the process of business rescue. That's one. The second part, the people are going to be affected becomes the drivers who were taken from tax associations as and when this project was being implemented. So those drivers, some of them are represented by uh, uh, Satao, and but some of them have taken our membership as some. So the issues around uh, labor dispute, uh, the first issue will be the job security. Are they guaranteed their jobs? Is this business rescue going to work or not? So, but from where we are, we are equally awaiting a report through the city of Johannesburg, our Department of Transport, uh, to tell us that uh, the business rescue team, what are they saying? Is it possible to save this particular company or indeed this company might uh, liquidate? So one of those issues is uh, job security. And then the second issue becomes salaries uh, that are paid to employees. At some point, employees were paid late. Sometimes uh, it took time to for them to get paid. So those are part and parcel of those issues. And then again, uh, the role played by labor in this whole process. Because the applicants in this case, it's creditors who applied for this business rescue. And now labor was never consulted properly throughout the process. So, with Riavaya services now suspended, commuters are left stranded. Uh, how is the union addressing the immediate concerns of the commuters, though? No, that's true. Beyond commuters, equally, these employees, uh, they need to be assured of their employment. But what the city of Johannesburg said in their own statement and own words, they said services won't be disrupted while we raised issues of concern around this particular business rescue process. So from where we are, uh, we are still engaging with the city of Johannesburg to see how best we, we work around a, a solution around this issue. Because if you can look at... Uh, there's two companies operating there. One is Litsama Iso. The second one is uh, uh, Piotrans. So this Piotrans uh, is the one that actually caused all of this with Litsama Iso. So far, everything is fine in their side. But now, as workers, we then said, let's be in solidarity. We can't just stand aside and watch while all of this is happening. So hopefully, latest by tomorrow, there'll be an amicable solution to then address all of this. But are you then suggesting that services are not disrupted, that there is still drivers available to assist the commuters? No, drivers are available. Uh, to assist commuters but then the bottom line remains that uh, the employer how uh, assure us of our job security and then what becomes the way forward going forward because if you can look at one of the reports from a business rescue team they said uh, one of the companies that uh, has been providing petrol to uh, diesel to be specific 
to Riavaya, the company still availed itself. So we are saying buses are there, drivers are there, uh, diesel is there. So therefore, this thing can be done at any time. But the bottom line and the only important issue is our job security. Once the employer comes out clean and pronounce on that, uh, business will run as usual. But Mr. Nkosi, you're not answering my question. Is buses disrupted today? Are there services available for the commuters? Buses, and uh, I won't say it's disrupted. Uh, employees decided to stay away. So buses are on site uh, at the depot until we address all issues. Therefore, buses can start operating. But buses are at the depot in Dobsonville. So, so there's buses, but they are not driving. So the commuters are stranded. That's my point. Yes, the bottom line is that uh, commuters are stranded, but it has been communicated with them uh, through the city of Johannesburg that services for today are disrupted a bit. And then once everything is dealt with, uh, back to business as usual. So how is the union and the city of Johannesburg now communicating with the stakeholders, including, including those commuters waiting for the bus during this period of service suspension? And what channels are being used to provide the updates and the information, though? Uh, the city of Johannesburg has issued a media statement as communicated on social media. So that's the method of communication that has been taking place. And the second part, the same cashiers at the stations, security officers have been communicating that to the commuters as well in the different stations. I thank you so much for that update to Barney and Corsi. Uh, he's the Johannesburg Samuel Regional Secretary for reaction to the bus driver's strike. We join on the line by the Riavaya Business Rescue Practitioner, Mahir Tayyup, who oversees the business rescue process. Uh, now, what steps have you taken to address this ongoing worker dispute that's happening now and the operational challenge, challenges faced by Riavaya? Uh, we just heard now that the, 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 the workers are on strike waiting for confirmation whether or not there's job security. Okay, so I think it's important for me to place matters into perspective because it's not about job security, it's more about the 13th check. So I think it's important for me to place matters into perspective. Mm. The dispute is central to the bonus payments, and these bonus payments in terms of the business rescue regime is ring-fenced. But notwithstanding that, I made the determination to pay these bonuses because of the socioeconomic conditions. And I understood clearly that, of course, workers are entitled to these funds. So in essence, I preferred them above all other creditors. I also communicated that, inten- uh, that intention to the union. I've communicated it to the employees. And if you listen to my previous interviews, I've always said that the workers' payments are my priority in as much as the commuters' uh, services are as well. Now... What I told the the workers is that I am unable to make the payment in one tranche, and there's a reason behind that. Firstly, I had the banking account migrated. I'm not in full control of the banking account as yet. The banking account is migrating between the previous signatories and myself. And then the second reason is that I've put an access block to employees. What I found recently is that the employees are sharing confidential information of firetrons with previous board members as well as outside parties uh, in violation of the Poppy Act. So I've done that as well. I then informed the, the employees that it will be done in two tranches, the first one being on Monday and the second one being the 31st of January. And that is also because of the adverse cash flow. 
that the company is currently experiencing. Uh, we must also be mindful as to why the company went into business rescue. They never had a positive cash flow. So notwithstanding that, the employees without notification went on an unprotected strike. But that to me is only a red flag. Uh, it's not a red flag, it's a red herring. Because I demanded during my tenure accountability systems, governance, confidentiality agreements, performance agreements, automated systems. And I also unearthed doctor timesheets, where timesheets were filled in that were incorrect, where, where employees came to work only for a time, went off work and marked themselves present for the full day, or they worked a lesser shift and marked themselves present for a full shift. And buses were being par- parked off for minor repairs, and there was a superficial commitment from the employees. But notwithstanding that, I was willing to engage. But I cannot engage with employees who, who are holding me or the company to ransom. So I've issued them with an ultimatum notice this morning, which unfortunately remains ignored. And I then instructed counsel to proceed to court. Uh, I'm expecting the court papers imminently. I will then be signing it and will be then proceeding urgently to the labor court. Uh, I must also tell you that it is my intention to issue a summons for all for every, all damages that the company may have suffered as a result of this unprotected strike. Mm-hmm. Now, but if I you... Must, sorry, sorry, it gets a little bit more bizarre than that. Correct. Because I'm going to now reconcile to your, to your question. Hmm. Then it got a little bit more bizarre because during the course of the discussions this morning, the employees then asked me, through their representative, not to deduct any taxes or to make these payments in cash. Hmm. And I said, I can't do that. We are governed by the Tax Administration Act, and there will be a tax deduction, which only led me to believe that this was the culture prior to my appointment. Mm. And I refused. I said I will not uh, uh, give any payment without a tax deduction, and neither will I pay any cash. So to reconcile to to your question about staff security, it's never been that I've always held the view that the business rescue is the most interrelated to the Labor Relations Act. Biotrans is overstaffed, excessively overstaffed. I have not placed the employees on half, half shifts, neither have I begun the process, the process of attrition. I maintain that same staff complement in the hope of increasing the number of buses so there could be a correlation between the two. I just, yeah, I just, I, I just, I just want to reconcile with the, your contention and the union's contention. You say right. the contention is the thirteenth check, but in my discussions a few minutes ago with the with the union, they did not mention this and suggest that job security of the drivers is the main contention. No, the the, the, the union is making issues up as they move along. I have the written the written grievance notice in my possession, and it talks about the thirteenth check. So obviously the unions are not at Edom with the union members. They're not mm-hmm. at Edom. So, because so, I had the, the, the written grievance in my possession. Yes. But now, given the current worker dispute leading to the service suspension, what measures are you now uh, implementing to, uh, to resolve the dispute and resume normal operations? Okay. So that question is not as straightforward as it may appear because I have to first protect the, the property of Fire Trust. So I was forced to bring in a security company to now secure that very effort. Because ideally, if the, if the workers went on strike, 
unprotected or not, I have a backup uh, uh, drivers, a uh, uh, group of drivers who are willing to, to proceed. But this, this damages that have been caused by sabotage. It's damages caused by sabotage. How am I going to get the, the buses on the road? And mm. the only option available was to proceed to court, which I'm currently doing on an urgent basis. Because the court will then give us the opportunity for both parties to ventilate their issues. So it's been now a month or so since you've taken over the business rescue process of Piotrans. Uh, how has it been and are you collaborating with the city of Johannesburg to address the operational challenges and to facilitate that smooth transition during the business rescue process? Okay, so it's less than a month, but there is synergy between the MMC's offers, there is synergy between the creditors and ourselves, there is synergy between the city and ourselves. And we all have the same mindset to rehabilitate the financial dilemma of Ayutthaya so that services may resume. I honestly thought I had the buy-in of the union, and if you listen to the union uh, interview themselves prior to this, they said they support the business rescue. Mm. But their members did the exact opposite of what the regime uh, demands. It's the complete opposite. So it's got nothing to do with job security. In fact, in my turnaround strategy, I've insisted on a staff trust so that these members can have skin in the game. They could share in the profits. Now, if that is not security, then I don't know what is. Mr. Tayyip, best of luck to you, and thank you so much for that update. Thank you. That was business practitioner uh, Mayhir Tayyip, who oversees the business rescue process at Biotrans. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 Nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.